0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. And if you missed us, we are back. This is Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Bogan. He is Cam Lynch. Uh, you can go and follow him at Cameron Lynch 50. You can follow me at JK Bogan on socials. That includes Twitter or X or whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, Instagram and so forth. Um, but Cam, we are back And we're ready to talk about the Rams and Eagles. But before we do that, we have to bring on our special guest, Simone Stanley, who you can find at Simone underscore Stanley on Twitter. She was fantastic. You are going to absolutely love her. Um, And man, does she know her stuff? She is a fellow YouTuber like myself. Absolutely killing the game. Uh, she covers everything in the sports world. She's been on MLB Network. Like she's done, she's yeah. doing everything. She's solid.
1: She went to NC State. I went to Syracuse. So before we <laughs> before we recorded with her, we were like, hey, there's some, there's some beef here between our our universities. But no, she was a, a great a great person to have on the show talking about the Eagles. She gave us great perspective. We were able to talk a little smack too. So looking forward to, uh, to folks listening to that.
0: No, absolutely. And, you know, Cam, before we dive into that, we got to pay some bills. So first off, uh, where can our listeners go if they want to play pick'em or fantasy football? Because it is that time, man. It's that time.
1: Yeah, it is that time. So you can start playing fantasy football on Underdog Fantasy today. Jay, users will receive 100 percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars if they use our promo code, believe in Rams. It's up at the top right corner of the of the show. There at sign up, and you can you can click the link in the description. To get started today, today, Jake.
0: Today, <laughs> today. Link up at the top. Now we got a really awesome graphic from Underdog Fantasy, and also we got to just throw it out right now. That bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs this season. Get the latest odds lines and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting options in your favorite casino and car games of available to play right from your phone, head to the website today, use your mobile device, sign up, and remember to use our promo code, believe for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online, where the game starts. So cam, that's it. That's all we got for you guys. That's the end of the show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> now, enjoy our, uh, our little uh, shindig with, uh, with Simone Stanley as uh, we preview the Rams and Eagles Week 5 matchup. Whoa, almost Rams. All right. Welcome back in. This is Believe in Rams. I'm Jake Ellenbogen. He is Cam Lynch. And today we have our very special guest, Simone Stanley, who's killing it on YouTube, fellow YouTuber. And uh, I mean, you're doing a bunch of stuff, but you're also covering the Eagles, who the Rams do have this week <laughs> five this weekend. You know, a lot of respect, I think, between the two teams. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, there, there's there's no bad blood here. But man, both teams, uh, obviously, Eagles are looking to stay undefeated. And uh, the Rams are looking not to go, you know, below 500 again. They'd like to not be there. So how's it going, Simone?
2: Everything is going pretty good. As you all know, we are undefeated, but we're not getting the respect. I feel like we should deserve from around the league. I know you guys see everybody talking about our close game. So... Going against the Rams, unfortunately for you guys, this has to be a statement game for the Eagles. We have to remind the league why we are the (laughs) NFC champs. So hopefully we can do it on y'all ramps. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I love the smoke. I love the early smoke in this segment. Uh, I told you before we hopped on, we're going to change this up a little bit, but uh, we're going to call this two punches in the knockout, right? The essentially three keys to victory. What does that look like for the Eagles to beat the Rams? I know we're on a Believe in Rams show, but it's nice to have a different perspective, right? Because there's going to be some Rams fans that are going to be in the crowd or watching the game with some other Eagles fans, and they should know what to expect from an Eagles fan. So, Simone, feel free to share with us uh, some of those keys to victory for the Eagles.
2: So one is Jalen Hurst just came off one of his best games against the Washington Commanders. So did A.J. Brown. I know you guys saw that week three, week two scuffle between yeah. A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. A.J. wanted more targets. <laughs> he said that's, that's not what the scuffle was about, but we know that's what the scuffle was about. <laughs> but since then, A.J. Brown, he's been playing phenomenal. And one of you guys' cornerbacks, Witherspoon, I believe, he was yeah. with the Steelers last year. He was one of the guys A.J. got the – Taunting calling it. Uh, <laughs> it's
1: drama. It's
2: drama. Right. Some more drama. So he scored two touchdowns on Witherspoon. So hopefully that's a matchup we can pick apart. But I do not want Jalen to be force feeding AJ Brown just because it is a favorable matchup. We do see some time since that interaction. Jalen Hurst wants to get the ball to A.J. when, you know, other guys are open for more um, advantageous plays. So one key would definitely be to continue to get the passing game going. It wasn't going early, but last week it was looking good. We have another favorable matchup with Witherspoon. Another key will be, of course, holding up against Aaron Donald. Y'all, big (laughs) record there. That's the guy we keep talking about this week. Aaron Donald, of course, is a force, but I'm not too worried. I hope y'all don't take that as disrespect because – You know, we bring in the number (laughs) one.
1: Talk your stuff. This is that time to talk your stuff.
2: But everyone told us that, you know, oh, we're not going to be able to run the ball against Vita Vea and the Bucs. And DeAndre Swift had over 120 rushing yards against the Bucs. We held up against them. Then they said we're not going to be able to run the ball on Washington with their ferocious front line. Um, so we held up against Washington with one of our starting um, guards, our right guard, Cam Jurgens was hurt that game. So Suel um, a death piece, had to come in that game. And he held up against washington front which you guys know is ferocious so i think we'll do fine containing aaron Donald. we the offensive line had last week and the week against the bucks were playing their best um a lot of time for jalen Hurst in the pocket a lot of phenomenal run blocking dallas garter has been doing a great job helping out um run blocking for us so i think we'll be able to run the ball on you guys i think we'll be able to protect for jalen but that's going to be key. Um, and lastly, not letting Matthew Stafford pick us apart. So I'm sure you guys saw the score against Washington is Sam Howell. I actually had to go and delete videos talking about Sam Howell. Before. This offseason, I was talking crazy about Sam Howell. We were
1: hey. too, kind of. We were too, kind of.
2: So I'm sure Jake knows how you know old takes could get exposed. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After the first quarter of Eagles-Washington, I had to go back in my library, delete videos, so they couldn't come back talking about me. Because Sam Howe is looking amazing against us. Now, that is a divisional game. Um, you know, Washington is always going to turn up against us. They always coming for blood. Mm-hmm. Eric Bienemy is a phenomenal play caller, but so is Sean McVay. But I don't think people know this because they love hating on the Eagles. They never want to like give us our just due. We are down four starters on defense. We're down three starters in the secondary. So of course, Sam Howe and Scary Terry are gonna have a day against us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But one problem though is the defensive front wasn't hitting home. We were getting pressure on Sam Howe, but Sam Howe was performing well under that pressure. Like we didn't hit home he was going to escape roll out the pocket he was going to dump it off um of course scary terry was eating up sleigh but that's always a bad <laughs> matchup <laughs> but i know matthew stafford doesn't have the legs that sam howe has but we know he has the arm and if we give sam um matthew stafford too much time in the pocket if we're not hitting home those dbs our safeties they're gonna start to fold and i know he's gonna be able to pick us apart that's my fantasy quarterback i've seen what matthew stafford has been doing so I think that's my biggest keys is hitting home, not letting Matthew Stafford have too much time because we know he can he can dump it off, he can find someone late, containing Puka Aaron Donald.
1: Sorry. Yeah, I, you said Puka. Puka Nuku. Yeah. I just yes, like
2: <laughs> everybody's talking about Puka. I'm scared, and then y'all might get um, Cooper Cup back. So I'm like, ah. Okay, you know, yeah. if the defense is looking like what it looked like last week. It might, unfortunately, be a shootout, but. You know, I, I'm going to take Jalen Hurts in the <laughs> shootout.
1: That's just me. <laughs> Jake, Jake, what are your thoughts, Jake? And Simone, thank you for not holding back those punches. We we need that. As Rams fans, we need that just to get ready for, for what's to come. But Jake, what, what thoughts do you have on uh, the keys to victory for the Rams?
0: Well, first off, I got to say Rams fans are forever indebted uh, that the Eagles knocked out the Niners before the Super Bowl. So let's just get that out of the way right now. Uh, There's a lot of respect there. I've I've been a huge fan of Jalen Hurts. I think he's an incredible quarterback and I don't think he was fully healthy. And I think he's starting to get back to his old self. And I saw that last week when I watched the game. DeAndre Swift is looking like a really bad trade for the Lions. Uh, I think they gave up on him too quickly. They never used him. And they kind of, you know, went along with that injury prone label. And the Eagles have just been running the ball like crazy with him. And we've been talking about it too, Cam. Like he, he looks really good. Uh, AJ Brown, Devonte Smith. It's one of the best duos in all of football. Then you look at the defense and I, I really just don't see how anyone can really run the ball effectively against guys like Jordan Davis and you know you talk about the rookie Jalen Carter who looks like I think the closest thing we've seen to like an Aaron Donald coming out of the draft I mean just an unbelievable player Uh, no idea how he fell the way he did but he did Uh, Fletcher Cox Josh Sweat somebody I've been a fan of uh, for a while actually and then you go you get a a son Reddick last year uh, who I wanted I didn't want the Rams to hold out for uh, Von Miller I wanted Hassan reddick but i know he's from that area because he went to temple so you know good fit there but i think the secondary and you kind of mentioned it is you know it is that weakness it is that 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 chink in the armor if you will because you look at this team and you're like they got an outstanding offense they got an outstanding offensive line um i mean my lotto was just such a bargain uh, to find him in the seventh round in 2018 just an absolute stud um but then you talk about lane johnson arguably the best right tackle in football you got Landon Dickerson, a guy who's probably a first round talent that falls because of the injuries. So, you know, they have guys all over the place and they still have a really good front seven. Like their linebackers are good as well. Um, I think people kind of sleep a little bit on Zach Cunningham because things didn't go well after he left Houston, kind of bounced around Tennessee a little bit. Um, but that secondary still has talent. It's just, you know, they're they're off to a bad start, so to speak, this year. Slow start. I look at the Rams and I think their key to victory here is they're going to have to throw the ball to open up the run game. Um, They are going to have to take advantage uh, of, you know, Puka Nakua, potentially Cooper cup, who is really pushing to play. They're going to have to take advantage of that. And what I think that's going to do is open up something we haven't seen this year. And everyone's talking about what happens. How do you get Puka Nakua targets and all that when Cooper cup comes back? All I'm thinking is, Tutu Atwell is now going to get those open opportunities over the top that he hasn't had to, to go after. And now you go back to the way Sean McVay, you know, runs an offense and you're like, this guy could be the Brandon cooks of this offense, which is a great scenario for the Rams. That's not, you know, discounting the fact Tyler Higby led the team in targets last week and they still have Van Jefferson and the way Kyron Williams is playing in the run game. I think eventually You could see them open up the run a little bit more because of the threat of Stafford. Um, You know, I think you could see some lighter boxes in this game. I I think still that defensive front is nasty. They could still dominate, but I think that's their best chance. And then you look at the Rams defense and I can't believe I'm saying this because coming in the year. I thought the Rams would be better than people thought on the defensive side. I didn't think they'd be this good. They're seventh in the league in passing. They're, I believe, 13th in the run defense. Uh, you will be able to run against this Rams t- uh, defense. You will. Um, you know, I said that right away. Yeah. Uh, I said that right away when I saw Kenny Walker. You know, he was, he ran for over five yards to carry in that Seattle game. And I'm like, man, if they didn't abandon the run in that game, like, he could have gone for 120. Um, then you look, you know, Joe Mixon pretty much held in check for the most part still when it mattered the most he was able to get those yards and then you look at Christian McCaffrey and you could say you know the Rams held him to 3.6 yards per carry except for that explosive but that explosive was a big deal and so I think a guy like DeAndre Swift I'm also a big fan of Kenneth Gainwell I think he's a little underrated as well I think those guys can make things happen um so I think they'll definitely be able to run the ball and then you have the talent on the outside where while the Rams corners have played really well um and they have been challenged they've gone against the likes of DK Metcalf they've gone against Tyler Lockett JSN Jamar Chase T Higgins so forth um I still think there's some sort of like AJ Brown is a physical receiver like he's going to be able to use that body and he's going to be able to box out defenders and things like that so I mean Devontae Smith still he's an outstanding route runner We've seen, and and Cam, you can agree on this because we saw it in Seattle week one, Darion Kendrick's susceptible to getting beat on those double moves. I, I do think, you know, Devontae Smith has a shot there and I think AJ Brown has a shot there, but I have to say the, uh, the thing you brought up with Witherspoon, I, I talked to, I had someone on my show uh, to talk about the Bengals and they said that, uh, you know, oh, Joe Burrow roasted Witherspoon the last time they played and then he comes out and Joe Burrow had a 3 passer rating when targeting Witherspoon so this guy's just playing on another level for the Rams this year i believe he's top 3 in uh passer rating targeted and he's top 3 in catch percentage Uh, against him so uh, this guy's just balled out so that's the interesting thing there Simone any
1: any rebuttal to that Simone any rebuttal to those keys any thoughts any thoughts there
2: well first of all it sounds like he loves all of our players so you (laughs) you might as well put on the green
1: (laughs) I I I (laughs) have
0: put on the green before because he's going
2: down the roster I love Kenny I love Fletch I love Jayla I love Swift but okay yeah i with a spoon okay we'll see because of course he's gonna want to get his get back against aj brown aj brown's made a lot of enemies because he he you know he talks a lot after plays (laughs) and stuff um but when it comes to our secondary um like i said we are down three starters in the secondary but these guys are getting more reps so they should be getting stronger so we've got a guy josh joe who's started starting on the outside this is first year starting um so as the season goes on, hopefully, as each week goes on, he will get better. Uh, we, we're moving James Bradbury to the slot at times. I know Cooper Cup, if he comes back, I know Ooh. what he can do. Right. I know <laughs> what he can do to slot corners. And James Bradbury, that's not his natural position, but we are down. Avante Maddox and our backup slot corner, Zach McPherson, is out for the season. So mm-hmm. sometimes we move James Bradbury to the slot, but he is a little slow there. His natural position is outside. So it's going to be interesting to see how, if Cooper Cup, does come back, what adjustments we're going to make. This is our Sean decide That's our defensive coordinator. This is his um, first season calling plays for us. And the adjustments haven't always been key. Um, and we are going up against. You're funny. <laughs> we are going...
1: It, you're going to you know, just get I
2: got to keep it. You know, that's mm-hmm. my man. You know what I'm saying? I got to keep it light on him. Yeah, but we are going up against a great play caller um in the Rams. We did go up against one last week and Eric Bieniemy. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see how the defense adjusts. We did sign someone yesterday. um Bradley Roby, a slot corner. He spent last season with the Saints. He was with the Broncos um during their Super Bowl run. He is 31. So I'm like, does he still have it? Is he? Wash, you know, like can you keep up with Cooper Cup?
1: Ooh, Are can.
0: you? The- How does that feel?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, Bradley Roby played uh, at my rival school in, in Atlanta, so he went to Peachtree Ridge High School. Oh. Played against Bradley. He played at Ohio State, so I know Bradley Roby pretty well. And one thing I will say is Bradley better eat his Wheaties and tie <laughs> shoes up and Cooper Cup decides to play because it's going to be a long day for Mister Roby <laughs> if he decides to step in that, in that arena. That's all I got to say. <laughs>
2: I don't know if he's going to play this week. He did practice today. We signed him yesterday, and he was already at practice in pads today. He said he he's worked out with Slay. He's familiar with Cunningham um, from the time in Houston. He played with our starting safety, who is injured, Justin Evans, in New Orleans. So he is familiar with a lot of guys on our defense. So I don't know if – I don't even know if I want play him playing on Sunday. Like, do you yeah, know the playbook game? No.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, because Puka Nakua, if Puka Nakua gets lined up against the Cooper Cup, it doesn't matter. It's going to be a long day if he does not know the playbook.
2: (laughs) Right, (laughs) and that's what I'm saying. We have to hit home because we can't give Matthew Stafford time to pick us apart. There's too many weapons. Matthew Stafford is way too smart. So that's the thing I'm worried about, it becoming a shootout because of we're down our two starting safeties. We're down um our starting slot corner. We got our guy who's supposed to be on the outside playing on the inside. We've got basically a rookie, undrafted free agent starting on the outside corner. And they're talking about the triple crown winners coming back this week. So I'm like what's going on.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll talk about Mike the Keys of victory that I think that's gonna make sense. Just just hearing you some. I've been taking notes over here quietly, just listening, hearing what's going on. So what I'm hearing is the DBs are hurt. So okay. And we do know that the defensive line is active. They weren't as active last week, as you mentioned, but they, this week, expect them to be super active because I know after film, they're like, guys, we didn't overtime. D-line, we didn't do our job here. We have to step up. So what I'll say is, is the Rams have to slow down that defensive line. Full stop. There, What do you say? The um, I know the Rams have the the dog dog mentality. I know also that the Eagles do too. Chris Long went over there from the Rams, and I think brought that that uh, that face mask that he had on. But long story short, oh, y'all
2: originated the face mask.
1: Chris Long came from the Rams. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get that idea from somewhere. Uh, he might have might have started with the Rams as seed, and then when he got to the Eagles, he he's like, oh, let's just get a mask and call it a day. I, I'm not sure we're gonna have to ask him there, Simone. But Chris Chris, Chris Long is a Rams guy. So he might have he might have started that here. So mm, yeah, okay. yeah. But we, we gotta slow down that defensive line because you have an awesome defensive line like Jake read, read down that list there of his favorite players. Gotta slow down the defensive line by running the football. Kyron Williams has to go off, right? He has to catch the football, <laughs> right? You don't want him to go off, but he has to. That's the only way to slow those guys down. And then the pass game, right? Um, we think about the the Rams office, offensive coordinator, how he stepped into this team, uh, Michael Floor, and has been crushing it so far. He's been crushing it. And so... Simone, what I'm gonna call out right now, you might want to call uh, call call the Eagles. But those crossing routes, Simone, that the Rams run, you'll see it pooping the cool with two two out well. They'll be flying across the middle of the screen where those linebackers are. I think that's where the Eagles will fall apart if the Rams can get those passes off. And then lastly, what I'll say is protecting the football. Stafford has to protect the football because if not, the Eagles are gonna come away with the win. Full stop. Full stop, that turnover margin has to be on the Rams' favor. If not, the Eagles are going right off in the sunset. Simona, we're dapping you up on Twitter after, like, hey, you told us this was going to happen. So, that's those are my takeaways there.
2: Well, the turnovers, we were like special teams getting turnovers. The defense was getting a lot of takeaways. Up until last week. And it's crazy because the Washington Commanders, they were like second in the league in like turnovers, fumbles, interceptions, all of that. And then all of a sudden, you know, we forgot how to, you know, get an interception. We forgot how to force a fumble. But... That is because, you know, y'all know division games, like division rivals. Y'all know that hits different. Like
0: yeah. oh yeah. Counts as two, as he always says. Yeah.
2: And the Washington commanders were coming for blood that game. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like we'll get back on track. Like Jalen Carter, he's been in there forcing fumbles. Nicholas Morrow, he's been getting into the quarterback, getting a lot of sacks. You guys know Darius Slay. They want to talk trash about him on Twitter after last week, but y'all know Darius Slay gonna get him a pick six, you know, in a game. So I feel like we'll be able to Get
1: some turnovers this game. So, so last week we can dive into that a little bit. Let's review kind of the last game against Washington, and then the Rams' last game against the Colts. <laughs> both of those <laughs> games went in overtime. They both went in overtime, and I was a little surprised, to be honest, Simone, to see that that uh, the Eagles went in overtime with Washington. So, can you tell us, the Rams viewers, what the heck happened? Just so you know, when we see the Eagles pretty soon here, we kind of know, like, hey, what what went on last week?
2: That was totally out of character. I'm gonna say, if you watch that game, there were tons of penalties in that game that should not have been called. First of all, they called a penalty on the brotherly shove. Okay. Just because y'all other fan bases have been on Twitter, social media, crying about the brotherly shove. I have not. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay, good. So, yeah. they did call a penalty. First of all, Jonathan Allen's hands were on the ball when Jason Kelsey was – it was so many egregious penalties that they were calling against the Eagles. So, that kept us out of the game. But also, our DBs, we were playing a really soft zone coverage. I don't know if we underestimated Sam Howell and his ability. He was – we we gave up so many third and longs. There was just so oh. many, like, breakdowns from the defense. Um mm-hmm. So many th- third in laws that just should not have been converted. There were so many times where Sam Howe was spinning around, juking guys, doing the absolute most. He looked like Patrick Mahomes. I'm not gonna lie, he looked like Patrick Mahomes. I don't I think we underestimated his ability. And then also, of course, going up against Eric, the enemy, he was. Airbnb wanted, you know, he's on a mission to get a head coaching job. So every time they show him on the clipboard, he was like, he was doing like trigonometry. Like he was so intense. Like Washington was like, it was like that was their Super Bowl game. Yeah. I don't. They played the best football I've seen Washington play since RG3 against us. So I'm going to give them hats (laughs) off. They had some help from the refs, but I don't think y'all can duplicate that because, again, it's a lot of history there. Y'all don't have that.
1: That's real. That's real. Jake, Jake, what are your thoughts, Jake, uh, from watching that game? She talked about the referees stepping in. I know the Rams had some stuff with Tutu Alwell tiptoe on the sideline. He didn't get the call. What were your thoughts oh, on that Rams-Colts my- game there, Jake? Oh,
0: we, we, we cannot – we cannot rehash the Bengals game. Everyone saw it. They took away two touchdowns from the Rams. Nope, none of them were penalties for the record. So taking away two touchdowns that aren't penalties is insane. But we're we're moving forward, right? We move. The twenty four hour rule is in effect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. The the way I saw that game was that Sam Howell last week threw four interceptions. Mm-hmm. Everyone jumped off his bandwagon immediately following that Bills game. Everyone. Like, including myself, I was like, are we, are we pushing too much on Sam Howell here? And so I think honestly, there's a chance that the Eagles did, uh, you know, decide to go that route. And I think to your point, playing that soft zone, Hey, we're, it's a rivalry game. We're going to play ball control. We're going to have them, you know, keep everything in front of them, limit the explosives of, you know, a Terry McLaurin or a Curtis Samuel or any of those guys Dotson. And that's how we're going to play our defense. And then Our offense can beat them. We'll hold them to at least 20 and we can score 21. There we go. That's how we win. That's not what happened though. They were able to convert those with the soft zone. And so it completely kind of changes because I could totally see what they were thinking going into that game. Like, Oh, we're going to play like, you know, this, this manageable defense where just keep everything in front of them. The reason I say that Simone is because cam and I watched it all of last year in 2022. break,
1: Yeah. They,
0: they had an abysmal offense. I mean, they were starting third string quarterbacks, fourth string centers. Like, so, I watched like the soft zone the whole season to the point where people thought Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator, who by the way is one of the best in all football uh, for the Rams, Raheem Morris, people thought wanted to play soft zone. No, no, no. He was playing it to keep them in games that they shouldn't be in. And they were in every single game going into the fourth quarter, except for one last year because of that soft zone. But when it doesn't go well, now you have the defenses on the field forever They're still giving up touchdowns and your offense, your offense is good enough, but the Rams offense last year wasn't, and it can really kind of flip the game. So I think that's really what happened based on how I saw it. Um, But I thought they did a great job against the guy who's had a lot of momentum in Brian Robinson. The last few weeks, I thought he's got, you know, he's really gotten going and I thought the Eagles just absolutely stuffed him. And I just don't think, again, I have to repeat for the people outside of the Eagles. Jalen Carter's already the second best defensive tack. I think he's better than Chris Jones. Like I'm saying that right now. I think he is behind Aaron Donald, but I think through four games, like Jalen Carter is going to take over for Aaron Donald when he retires. Like the torch will be passed to Jalen Carter. It it just, it comes so easy to him. It's so natural. It's not even a hot take. Every analytic on uh, PFF proves my point. The pressures are there. He stops the run. He's a gap eater, but he's an elite athlete. And my man can run sideline to sideline too. So he could chase down any quarterback. So the mobility thing isn't going to be, you know, an issue against him. Stafford doesn't have that mobility. So I am concerned. You get that pressure up the middle. Now I can't step into a pocket. There's no pocket to step into. And now you have Stafford who's coming off a hip injury last week. He has to roll out to his right or his left. I don't like that.
1: Not good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot there. I know we're coming up on time here. Uh, Simone, it's been absolutely fantastic. I think at one point, Jake might have to put on the Eagles outfit because he he loves that team. He
2: loves all
1: the players. I wore wore a
0: Westbrook jersey years ago as a little kid. Yeah,
1: to be fair, though, Simone, you all had one of the best drafts that we've seen. We covered the draft. Um, Some of the players were on our list uh, prior to, so there's a big love for that organization. What they've done has been excellent. So it's just hats off, respects the Eagles organization. It's been really cool to see. Um, But Simone, really cool you know, a little bit more smack talk before we close this out. Um, final projections on score. Uh, what does that look like? Or if you should have to draw it up like, hey, this is what the game is going to look like. You know, Jen's going to throw this amount of touchdowns. What is that dream scenario for the Rams? Eagles look like for you?
2: Like I said, this has to be a statement game for the Eagles because we know what we're going through. But the league. These talk heads they don't want to give us credit. They don't see that, you know, we're down starters on the offensive line. We're down four starters on defense. They don't care. They just want to say, oh, we had a close game against the Patriots. But we have to make a statement this game. Defense has to make a statement. Office has to make a statement. So I'll say the score would be what I hope is 17 Rams. 42 Eagles. Oh. <laughs>
0: wow. Talk okay. or smack. Talk or smack, yes. Good Lord. <laughs> knockout. Like, she gave us a
1: knockout. It's, that's a knockout punch.
0: I mean, <laughs> man. I, I've been
2: saying hey. it. I, this is my second time giving a score prediction for this game. Um, the, the Washington Commanders, they had a drive that was almost eight minutes long last game that's the time you know the ball could have been in Jalen's hand boom 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 Mm -hmm. and like I said I feel like the passing game is really going to get we can't get away from the run now because you know we can't do that the run's working keep running the ball Mm -hmm. but I feel like AJ Brown you know he knows y'all guy we remember what happened last time hopefully that (laughs) doesn't karma doesn't bite us from that taunt Mm -hmm. but I feel like we'll be able to pick y'all secondary apart which will be quick scores
1: Okay, I, I like that Simone. Is that's a healthy a healthy battle there? I like that score you put up. You said forty two to seventeen. Jake, what, what you got to say, my guy?
0: <laughs> well, I think this is going to be a way closer game. Um, I. You know, I really felt going into this. I was going to pick the Eagles, but I'm going to pick the Rams. And here's why they've been on the road three of the last four games. Okay. They've been in every game. They should have beaten the Niners. They lose Joe. Noteboom, And completely the game flipped. Um, I think when you look at this team, if they get Cooper cup, they are going to be the most dangerous offense in football. They found one of the best receivers in the NFL draft in the fifth round. And he was their fourth, fifth round pick. Tutu Atwell has emerged and he's going to give you that explosiveness over the top. And we all know what Tyler Higby did to the Eagles last time he faced him, three touchdowns. So uh, the that last was time, long time what was it, 37 to 19? I didn't forget. And okay, that, yeah, that's that,
2: why I said 42 to 17. I see you. I see you.
0: So, so I do respect the Eagles a lot, um, but I do think that the Rams are for real. I've said it before the season started. People are trashing this team way more than they're trash. The Eagles, and they were saying take for Caleb. <laughs> There's going to be no tanking for Caleb because Matthew Stafford and company are going to win this game. And what they're going to do is Raheem Morse is going to limit the possessions that Jalen hurts has. They're going to get the turnovers that people don't think they can get. And then eventually what they're going to do is by taking the lead and controlling the clock, they're going to take away the run game. The run game will work, but the Eagles can't stick with it if they're losing. So I think the Rams finally at home, not having to travel. And I think they have one of the best quarterbacks playing just about as well as any quarterback in the league. The stats don't indicate that. Um, I think that the Rams are going to win this game 27, 24. I
1: do. 24-21, I got Rams again, Simone. Just because, you know, like we got to. You know, you're on here, we're on here. We gotta, we gotta, you know, pick different sides, right? But 24-21 to me. Um, Simone, you say 42 to 17 Eagles. Wow. I mean, wow. Look,
2: if this is a close game, if we lose this game, like <laughs> it's not. Don't look on any of my social media pages. Don't look on YouTube We're not. I can't, on take you. another, I can't take another heart attack. I've been having heart attacks for four weeks straight.
1: Yeah, all good. Dinner dinner on you if the Rams win this one. Dinner on us uh, if the Eagles win it. But, Simone, this has been absolutely fabulous. I can't wait till the next time we chop chat, chat ball because I know you chat. Everything sports in general, not just uh, Eagles. So I'm looking forward to doing that. And, and Simone, any last words to the group uh, or just the listeners, right, as they listen to the Eagles? Uh, the the Eagles Rams bench. Any last words for the fans
2: there? Um, like I said, I appreciate Rams fans. Y'all keep it cordial. I wish the Niners fans would take notes from y'all. You know, have some Never respect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're a <an> really <unruly> group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish man. they
2: would. You know, y'all would rub off on them a little bit. You know, simmer yeah. down, Ram. You know, I yeah. think we'll all be rooting. Who are we rooting for this week? Dallas or
0: I Matt? Dallas. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got to You got to root for Dallas. And then I, I understand you're an Eagles fan. You got to root for Dallas. Eagle. Like, you think Dallas stands a chance against the Eagles as far as winning the division? No. So you What the Niners know.
2: are to y'all, Dallas is to us. If they uh, beat the Niners, I'll never get in it.
0: Yeah, but the but the but here's the thing about the Cowboys, though. Like the Niners, they win divisions at, at the very least. They don't win Super Bowls, right? But they, they win divisions. Uh, they have about a 15 year run that kept them relevant. Uh, The Dallas Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl since I was born. Uh, So, you know, the way I see it, they're not winning divisions. They're not winning Super Bowls. The Eagles are clearly the best team. I will say the weird thing about your division is every single year there's a different winner. But the last
2: team to repeat in the NFC East was the Eagles.
0: Oh, yeah. So I, I I mean, I don't see why they won it. They're by far the best team. I don't know what happened to the yeah. Giants. I thought they'd be a lot better than this.
2: Uh, but.
1: Right. Brutal. <laughs> brutal. It's Simone, I'll say this before we finish up. Quick story about the 49ers. You talk about how the Cowboys, you don't like those fans. The 49ers. Well, I'm, I played for the Rams. So after my games, my family comes to the game. We're from L.A. Right. Mind you, we're in L.A. We're playing the 49ers this week. My family members are 49ers fans, so they're like, hey, Cam, we're going to be wearing 49ers gear to this game, by the way. Like, we're going to see you after the game in the family section, but we're going to be wearing 49ers gear respectfully. And it's been like that every year of my career. And so the 49ers fans, there's something else, Simone. Uh, so you know how I feel about them. I don't really like them. like I respect them, but I don't really like
2: them. Uh, why <laughs> do you like that, though? He's got I mean, a Raiders
0: story too. Have Raiders- he had little kids flipping him the bird. Oh it's
2: my gosh! The un- West Coasters un- <laughs> are different. <laughs> I'm Very in different.
0: upstate New York. I never see any <laughs> of that. So, wow, wow! But Simone, this
1: has been absolutely fabulous. Though we really appreciate you coming on, and uh, looking forward to the next next time we get to chat.
2: Appreciate it, guys.
0: Thank absolutely. You.
1: Thank you for listening to Believe.